Question number seven, Justin, this one's for you. How can a true Christ follower be deceived? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think we have to wrestle with the already but not yet type uh, mentality when it comes to Christianity. Um, the idea that we are saved and yet scripture says we are being saved. We had referenced that scripture earlier. Um, so the idea of that is, as you are being saved, God is sustaining, but he's also sanctifying, meaning sanctification simply means to be set apart. Um, so as we are set apart, all of us, our, our thought life, our minds, our hearts, our emotions, our actions, our, just everything is being continually more and more set apart for God to use, work through, uh, and all for his praise and worship. So as we go through that as Christians, uh, one of the biggest things, as I reference, is the mind. We see um, kind of a combination, actually, of head, heart, hands. We, we talk about that kind of an even application. Uh, we'll start with the heart because Jeremiah 17:9 you referenced, um, says that the heart is deceitful above all things, talking about deceit here, um, and desperately sick who can understand it. So the idea that many times we are deceived, it's, it's not always necessarily demonic influence, which can be, and I can address some of that later, but um, primarily we see throughout Scripture that we're deceived because of our hearts. Um, there's a, a large mentality, even um, if you look at, I don't want to reference something super dark, but the Church of Satan, their biggest thing is literally do what you want. Follow your heart. And you hear that in culture all the time. Follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Just do what you want, um, which is completely antithetical to scripture which says don't do what you want because if you do you're going to be deceived you're going to fall into desperate sickness um, and so looking at the heart but that's paired also with the mind and here's the beauty of the gospel that the gospel renews and uh, gives us everything new and specifically the mind is so powerful as you look at Romans 12 2, uh, look at the words of Paul he says do not be conformed to this world do not just follow your heart, as everyone else says, but be transformed by the renewal of what? Your mind. That by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So looking at that, the way that we kind of uh, battle the heart's deceitful desires is actually with the renewed mind. The renewed mind is that day by day as we're continually testing everything that Scripture shows us, that God's revealed will for our lives is revealed and we are actually having our minds enveloped and wrapped up in and meditating and thinking on those things uh, that it actually begins to change us. It actually begins to give us a standard of holy living that says, no, I don't have to just follow my heart. I actually get to think about what I'm thinking about and actually do that instead. That's the renewed mind, and it's only by God's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit. No one can just read the Bible and just follow it perfectly. It is by the power of the Holy Spirit through the grace of God that is, flows through the cross. Um, so that's addressing kind of the heart and the head, but I also want to show us that James 1.22 talks about the hands. He says, but be doers of the word and not only hearers only deceiving yourselves, meaning that if you think about these things, but as soon as you get done thinking about it, you forget about them. Um, James says it's like looking at yourself in the mirror and instantly forgetting what you look like. And that's what it's like to be uh, basically hearers of God's word and not doers. So we can deceive ourselves by not doing the very things that we're thinking about, if that makes sense. So it all kind of culminates into we can be led astray by our hearts, by the cravings, the appetite of our flesh that wants to do things that are against God's will and word. But rather we can take those thoughts captive and be renewed in our minds to think about his will and then not just think about them, but do them, if that kind of makes sense. 
Um, I also do want to address that um, the deception is not always of the deceitful heart. I had mentioned earlier, there is a real enemy. There is real demonization that happens, even for Christians. Um, that doesn't mean that you're going to see some scary movie where it's possession. It just literally means that we can be altered in our thought life, that the devil would come to, of course, attack the very thing that God says needs to be renewed, which is our mind. Uh, the same uh, comes in 2 Corinthians 10, th- 3 through 6. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Um, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. If you find yourself walking in disobedience, if you find yourself struggling time and time again with sin, it's probably not just because uh, you're just having all these strong feelings. If you would trace it back those strong feelings, those cravings, those feelings of feeling like, well, I can never get out of this cyclical sin, it's most likely if you would trace back because your thinking is in a cyclical pattern that is incorrect. And God is saying, if you would renew your mind, if you would think about the right things, things that are pure, lovely, worthy of praise, watch as your life begins to follow that. That's good, Justin. You got a fan? Fan this boy down. He's on fire right now. <laughs> 